Add me on Facebook as a friend. Post a comment under the name you plan to use on show. I will not broadcast your voice or camera unless you leave a comment on the show post. I hate doing this, but my trolls are rabid and will not cease being annoying. Links in the description. All you have to do is add me on Facebook, and then you'll be able to visibly see the public post and the link to actually enter into the show to be able to talk to me and hang out and have a good time. Now, I will still put the link out in the comments for people to come in, but unless you have me added on Facebook or I know you, you will not be broadcasted. You'll just simply sit backstage if you attempt to come in without adding me on Facebook first. All right, with that being said, let's get the show on the road. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen. If you would like to support God TV Radio, you can support us by buying our music, our art, our T-shirts, as well as our books. You can also support us with a one-time donation through PayPal. All links are in the description. If you have access to Spotify, you can listen to my radio station in your car, on your stereo, on your computer, anything that has internet access. God bless. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen from God TV Radio. The link is out in the comments if you would like to come in. But remember, if you do not add me on Facebook uh, and leave a comment and also use the name that you plan on uh, uh, coming into the show with, I'm not going to add you. You'll just be sitting backstage. So anybody wants to come in, here we are. Usually it takes a couple minutes for people to get their message or be let know, uh, unfortunately due to the delay of YouTube being the way it is. Oh, it looks like we've got a few comments already over here. Let's see what we have. All right. All right. Looks like we've got some folks that are going to be coming in soon. That's cool. Uh, tomorrow I'm going to be doing a um, live interview with a young lady. The Angry Atheist Woman, and uh, she seems like she's got a lot of things to say. Um, she does seem like she's a bit respectful, though. She says, uh, you're not going to be offended if I say mean things about God, are you? And I was like, well, it's another typical day in the atheist neighborhood for me, so um, sure, if you feel like you have some kind of anger towards God, then feel free to let me know all about it. We got somebody out here called Ibu One says, Good afternoon. 
how are you doing, Ibu? I hope you're uh, doing well. Um, I myself, I've had some pretty positive news happen today. Um, I'm very happy about that. Uh, my wife, she also brought home some Taco Bell. So I might have to take some French vanilla situations during the broadcast. Hopefully we'll get some people in, maybe Von Helton and a couple others who can help me host this damn thing because, oof, it's rough. I, um, yeah, I've gotten a lot of great news. My daughter's about to graduate soon. And uh, as many of you know, my son graduated a while back, so... Uh, my children are quite successful and very proud of them, very happy, glad things are happening like that. Whether you're an atheist or religious or you're of another faith, you are more than welcome to come in the room. We don't have like some kind of, uh, this isn't some kind of inclusive group. Anybody's welcome to come on the show, providing that you're going to be respectful and decent. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that, Mr. Uh, Ibu. Oh, what what's the deal with the chat there? Yeah, it looks like uh looks like it's taken a moment for the chat to show up on the screen the way it's meant to be. Epic, nice to see you're doing well. Let me see if I'm able to post people's comments, see if this thing's working properly. Yeah, yeah. You seem like a cool person. If you don't mind, what is your theological position? and uh, political disposition. Tell me a little bit about yourself out there. I will talk to people in text chat as well as those who come on the broadcast. Congrats to your daughter. Yeah, yeah. My uh, wife, she actually called up my father. They're talking right now. We're discussing uh, trying to figure out a way to get her a car. Now, she's got to learn how to drive and all that kind of stuff. We don't want her to take her driver's exam with the truck that we use. We have a big old truck. And trying to parallel park a big old truck or navigate that, being a first-time driver, is not the uh, best idea, if you know what I mean, Mr. Tony Sayers. Yes, yes. So, that's rough. Let me see if I can change the way it displays uh, people's comments here. Let me see if rounded looks good. How about default? I don't know which one you guys like better. You you guys like the comments like this? No, this will be number one, number two, number three. Which one do you guys like the most? Just type the number that you like the most whenever I put your comments up. This one's pretty big. Number two is pretty big. Yeah. You guys can tell me what you prefer. I kind of like uh, two, though, because that gives you guys the opportunity to be real big on the screen. So, Tony, how you been doing? I know that you've had some, uh, some issues and all that. Um, did you ever get your internet worked out? Because I remember having you on the broadcast, and you said you had kind of a timed internet. Um, you seem like you got a lot of interesting ideas. You've actually, uh, influenced me on a couple ideas for videos. It would be great if you could actually come in and, uh, be able to use your microphone and talk. Let's see what we got. 
Okay, so this person. Okay, so number three. That's what you like. Let's see how that looks. Ah, you like the bubble, huh? Well, you kind of got me confused now. Is it three or two? Which one do you like the most? <laughs> I I think that we should probably go with uh, this one because I, for, to be honest with you, I've got bad eyes. I'm as blind as a bat, and I need it to be as big on the screen as possible. Yeah. Oh, you're currently dealing with a migraine. Oh, no. I'm sorry to hear about that. You want to know a trick uh, that would help you with your migraine? Let me tell you a trick that doesn't involve, like, Tylenol or ibuprofen if you don't have any nearby. Let me uh, take that off the screen. Okay, so take... Two of your fingers, the, the two closest to your thumb, take a deep breath and then find the location on your neck where you feel like a pretty deep pulse. Usually when someone has a migraine headache, you can feel like a doom, 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 because your blood's having an issue and oxygen to your brain. That's the reason why your head's hurting. Put your your two fingers, put a, apply a little bit of pressure to the pain that's going on in your neck. Push in, take a deep breath when you're doing this, count to 10 before you exhale. And I guarantee it'll take a bunch of pressure off of you. There you go. That'll be more relaxing. Well, folks, I guess I'll sit here and talk to some of the text chat for a little bit. But if we don't start getting some folks in here, I'm not going to just keep on going on and on and on. I actually want to be able to have some discussions and conversation. It usually takes a little bit for people to show up, but we'll see. Usually 10 minutes to 15 minutes. Um, my, uh, We've been watching this television show called Lie to Me. Uh, it's got one of our favorite actors in it. I need the symbol, Mr. Vaughn. There we go. That's definitely what we're looking for. <laughs> All right. Very good. Very good. Yeah. Okay. So what have you been up to there, fella? Uh, well, actually, I was getting confirmation and a little bit more info. That's what I was doing before I come. Okay. Uh, getting, getting info and, and information. If we want information. Information. Who are you? The new number two. Who is number one? You are number six. I am not a number. I am a free man. Where does that come from? Do you remember? Um, nope, I don't. It comes from a TV show called The Saint. The way Saint. back when. Way back when. Yeah, a long, long time ago. Yeah, the TV show was called The Saint. Mm -hmm. Oh, I thought that was... Wasn't there a movie with Val Kilmer? There was a movie called The Saint, correct. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't as good as a TV show, in my humble opinion, but it was okay, I guess. It was all right. But yeah, man, the music was great. Tell us a little bit about the Saint. Why do you like this television? Show? It was esp It was all about espionage and and spookery and and all kinds of cool, um, you know, behind the scenes shit. You know, it was, it was great. It was a good show, man. It really was. You know, obviously in today's era it would be campy as hell, but you know, back then it was real cutting edge. It was pretty pretty uh, wild and 
nobody had really done many uh, shows about spooks and stuff. So it was it was pretty awesome. You know, now, of course, you you had uh, Get Smart with Agent uh, 19. Well, hold, hold on. Hold on. What do you mean by spooks? Spooks. Spies, bro. Spies. Oh, oh I thought you said spoofs. It's all good. No, 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 no. Not, well, well, we can get into spoofs later, but that's not, that's not what I was talking about. No, spook. S-P-O-O-K. S-P-O-O-K. Okay, man, okay. S-P-O-O-K. Spooks. But, uh, but yeah, man, spies... Um, you know, secret agents, secret agent, man, secret, you know, good stuff, man. It was awesome. It was awesome. Uh, Get Smart, Get Smart was, was one, but it was comedy, you know, but this one was serious. This one was, this one hard, was hardcore. It was very, very serious. And, uh, you know, like I said, today, man, it, it'd be campy as hell, but you know, back then, man, it was, it was cutting edge, bleeding edge. Even it was, it was great stuff. Why do you think they've never made a television show of like GoldenEye or 007? That's a real good question. And the answer is, I don't know. Uh, the only thing I can figure is that, um, you know, whoever owns the rights is, is tight-fisted on that shit. And they're just not releasing the rights to let it get done. It just That'd seems like idea. it would make so much sense. You could do a show where you've got a, a couple different versions of agents right. and all that. Do you imagine that starting up? No, that's yeah. Mission Impossible. <laughs> that's Mission Impossible, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did you think about the Mission Impossible movies with Tom Cruise? They're okay. Uh, you know, they're kind of they were kind of bland in my opinion, but they were okay. I mean, they they were riveting. I mean, they held your attention, but I mean, they were they were bland in the sense of of content. You know, I mean, they you know, but as far as the action, as far as holding your attention, they did that reasonably well but uh but as far as the original tv series mission impossible yeah no they don't hold a candle not to the original tv series you'll never stop the original tv series it's like the original tv series of mission impossible uh the, you know there was a tv series called the man from uncle back in the day excellent excellent show and uh you know these shows were just they, like i said that you know for the day they were bleeding edge man they were cutting edge they were they were way out there in, in, in front of everybody, man. The Man from Uncle was a great show. I used to watch that show as a kid all the time. I never missed an episode. You know, that was another spook show, another sort of kind of spook show. You know, the, the I forget now what Uncle stood for. U-N-C-L-E. I, I forget now what it stood for, but it was it was a great show, man. I loved it. It was awesome. It kept it kept your attention, and it was always interesting, and there was always uh, cool stuff to learn about the world. Because Uncle was a global thing, you know. It was a global thing, and it was it was really neat, man. I really enjoyed it. I got an interesting theological question for you. I'd like to get your opinion on. Sure. I uh, I've noticed that there's some uh, some Christians out there that get kind of irritated with me because I have a lot of different uh, theological philosophical views and positions on how God does things. And I have suggested, uh, after looking at a lot of uh, uh, positions, such as Maltheism, Odysseism, <laughs> have you ever heard of these? Uh, in passing, I have, yeah, in passing. I've and heard. also uh, Pantheism. Basically, yeah, pantheism. I, be I believe that the Bible teaches uh, a great deal of the position of Pantheism in it. Are you? Do you remember what it's, what Pantheism is? Um, different levels of different stories, or something to that effect, wasn't it, or not? 
Well, there's two concepts of pantheism. One is that God is nature and the universe itself. Yeah. And then there's the other that God was like that of the form of the singularity and the universe is simply an extension of him. Mm-hmm. That he, he can be uh, one unto himself, but also he's a part of the universe as well. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about that? Does that make sense in your pa- pagan paradigm? Well, there were, uh, you know, way, 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 way the fuck back uh, before, possibly before even the, the ancient Sumerians or the Atlanteans, or the Lemurians, or anybody else for that matter, uh, there was probably some writings in regards to the source, the one, the all, the beginning of everything. And out of that sprang the gods and sprang the creation and sprang every, you know, everything sprung out of that. Um, you know, but that doesn't negate the, uh, the existence of the pantheon of gods that doesn't exist or exempt the, uh, the, uh, the, way, the way things are as they are today. But, uh, but yeah, was there a source at one time where everything sprung out of? Yeah, I imagine there was. Let me let the dog in. All righty. All righty. Yeah, we're, if people are interested, you could actually check the descriptions of my videos and you'll be able to see uh, I list off many of the uh, positions I have theologically because I get people who ask questions all the time. So the maltheism and the dystheism, that seems to be the one that really sets Christians on edge with me where we find, uh, I guess, a conflict with each other. See, I believe that God is the creator of all things. So I also right. believe that God... Um, creates um, not only order, but also chaos. I also believe that God uh, can do good, but he can also do things that are considered destructive, damaging. Um, mm-hmm. and, and the reason I, I feel the evidence is overwhelming is to simply read the Old Testament right. or the book of Revelation. Right. And Christians don't like that because they have this idea that God is a basically a hippie that just smells flowers all day. You know what I mean? (laughs) I hear you laughing. Well, here's the thing. Okay. The the problem that I have with Christianity is that I know too much. That's my problem with Christianity. I know way too much now. I've, I've gotten, I've gotten a whole bunch of archeological knowledge now that I didn't have before. And I've gotten into arguments and theorisms and essays with various people in regards to, you know, some of, some of whom are biblical scholars even, but I've just, you know, I've gotten to the point now. Um, uh, how am I doing? I'm doing excellent. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm doing excellent. Um, I'm, I, you know, the, the problem that I have with Christianity is that, um, is that it's, it's basically what the Gnostics said. It's an allegory. It's an amalgamation of books taken from other cultures and other writers and put together. Now, you know, that doesn't negate from some of the truth that's in there. I mean, obviously, it, it has a lot of truth in it. It has a lot of it has a lot of good uh, stuff in it. But, uh, you know, we need to be cognizant of the fact that it's an amalgamation. It's it's allegory. And and a lot of it was written by the Romans themselves so that they could control their their citizenry. But, you know, when you push all that aside, does, is there a lot of truth in it that's valuable? Yes. Is there a lot of knowledge that can be gained from it? Yes. But unfortunately, it's it's allegory, just like the Gnostics said it was. See, this is why the Romans killed the Gnostics, because the Gnostics were telling people the truth about what the Bible was, and they didn't want that because they wanted to control the masses. In fact, they wanted to bring the pagans into uh, their um, their newfound Christianity, and they can't do that with the Gnostics running around saying, hey, guys, it's allegory, by the way, you know. 
So they had to kill all the Gnostics. And they didn't succeed, thankfully, but they killed a great yeah, many. Yeah, but the, uh, why, uh, why would you suggest that the Romans uh, did any writing? Because the Bible gives the appearance that the Romans are incompetent and also that they're being pushed and can be pressured by the Jewish Pharisees. Well, see, the problem you have is, is that you have this wonderful gentleman by the name of Roman Piso running around. And I encountered Roman Piso back in, in the late 80s, early 90s on a bulletin board. Um, this was pre-internet, of course. But we could dial out with our little, our powerful 30-baud modem, by God, you know. You know, and then you go out, then you go through a software called Procrum Plus, which takes you to a node. And then the node takes you to a bulletin board system. Uh, my particular one that I went on was Wildcat BBS. And uh, there was this guy named Roman Pizzo there, and I got into a, several arguments with the guy because he maintained that his family, the Pizzo family, had been the ones that had wrote the Bible. And I'm like, you know, now remember, I'm a Christian at the time. I said, you're full of shit. He's like, no, 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 I'm telling the truth. I have no reason to lie. My family really did write the Bible. And I said, you're still full of shit. And so he started, you know, he started telling me something. Now, at the time, I didn't, I, I you know, I was a Christian. I was hardcore. I didn't listen to the guy. Now, of course, now afterwards, after going back and doing research on it, I found out, holy shit, the guy was telling the truth in a roundabout way. Uh, what happened is you had the you had the, um, Flavius Josephus. OK, and Flavius Josephus was was a um, lapdog for the Romans, if you will. And uh, basically he was he was one of the people that did a lot of their writing and a lot of their translating for them. And uh, he was basically uh, the one that, um, you know, hey, let's let's make a bunch of stories for the open air theater and we'll do this to please the, the Caesar and we'll get his favor. And in that way, um, the, uh, the the Flavians will be able to get into power in Rome. And it worked. It worked like a charm. The Caesar loved the plays. He loved them. There was over 200 of them. He loved them. They were great. And they were able to use that influence to eventually uh, get in, get into the upper echelon of, of the Roman government and, and eventually even Caesar. And uh, so that's, that's how it happened. You know, so his, his family in a roundabout way did assist in that. Now, these books, there were 200. Hold, hold, hold on. Hold on one second. Let's make sure Tony's mic is working. He just joined us. Tony, is it working? Tony. My little Tony. All right, Tony apparently is trying he to is work having out technical attack. difficulties. <laughs> All, All right. right, continue on. Yes. Okay. So we've got uh, we've got the we got the Roman Piso and Flavius Josephus, the Flavians. They they want to control Rome, so they got it, and they they did it through these two hundred stories that were for the open air theater. And you know, I I ask Christians today. You know, I said, hey, have you ever noticed that these stories out of the Bible are really really awesome when they're done live on stage? There's a reason for that, because that's what they were written for. They were written for the open air stage. And uh, that's why they seem to just, you know, come alive and just be so awesome on an open stage like that, because that's what they were written for. See, Rome had a lot of these open air theaters, uh, amphitheaters, they called them. And uh, that's what these were for. And so they do extremely well uh, when they're done live on stage. <clears throat> and and that was one of the impetuses for Broadway, by the way. A uh, little bit of history there. Uh, one of the impetus, not, not all, but one, one of the impetus for Broadway was the idea of the open-air Roman amphitheater. Anyway, moving right along. Um, the thing of it is, is that um, these stories 
um, were done so at the behest of, of the Caesar and for his enjoyment. And uh, a lot of them are retellings of stories from years and years and years before the Bible was even written. Ancient Sumer, Babylon, um, ancient Mesopotamia, uh, Phoenicia, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Stories gleaned from these ancient cultures and rewritten and retold to a more modern setting, more modern setting in their perspective. And, uh, and you know, it was plagiarism, but I mean, the, the truth, the nuggets of truth are still in the stories, basically. But uh, there's a little bit of information that might have been changed. You know, for example, in the original story of the Garden of Eden from ancient Sumer, it wasn't just one man and one woman and a snake. It was hundreds of us, maybe even thousands of us. And we were working in the mines digging gold. Okay, totally different story in regards to what you hear in the Bible. But, um, you know, aside from that, you know, now there was some that was literally translated word for word, like the story of Moses, for example. That's literally word for word taken from the ancient Sumerian scrolls. The Sumerians had these big, huge cylinders about this fucking big. And, and inscribed around the cylinder is a story about this guy named Moses. Now, he isn't called Moses on, in ancient Sumerian. He was called something else. But it's the exact same story. He was a baby. He was put into a little boat uh, of reeds and put down the river. And then this powerful queen finds the baby and raises it as her own. And he becomes a very important and influential person in their government. You know, same story. Same exact story. But well, I, Vaughn, know, and I, Vaughn, I personally don't have a problem with there being other ancient texts out there with different names in the same story. Right, and the right. reason why is the Bible actually concludes that there was a time where God had uh, mixed up the languages which caused different cultures and tongues out there. That's correct. So I, su I suspect that if an Asian person were to try to tell the same story of Moses, they would probably have a different name for him as well as uh, mm -hmm. how they would describe it from their perspective. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Yeah. And so, you know, so, you know, now see when you tell somebody, when you tell stuff like this to, you know, the Christians, oh, well, you're attacking Christianity. Not really. I'm just telling the truth. You know, you can get from it for what you will, but I'm just telling you the truth. I'm telling you absolute facts. And like I said, when I was a Christian, I argued with this man. Tooth and nail. I let him have it with both barrels, buddy. I mean, me and him went round and round on them bulletin boards. But he ended up being right. He absolutely ended up being right. And so, you know, I owed, I owed the man an apology. And I did get the chance to apologize, by the way. I got the chance to apologize to him. Because he was telling the truth. He was telling the well, truth. Well, I, I personally have got no problem with... Uh... Um, I mean, you had mentioned plagiarism, but mm -hmm. I can see that ancient man um, from different cultures, if they're trying to describe a huge event that happened, mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. I completely expect uh, different time frames when the story may have came out because a lot of this was oral tradition, right? Correct. It's all right. Yeah. See, and that's another thing Christians don't understand. There was no Bible. It was it was all stories that were told by word of mouth from generation to generation to generation for thousands of years. And so, I mean, you know, it, you know, it, it, there was actually a skit done on this TV show called Truth or Consequences. And what they'd done, they took 10 people and they had a soundproof booth. And they told this one guy a story and they put him in the soundproof booth or, in, or, or, they, or they put the next person in the soundproof booth. And then they had the guy tell the story to the other person. And then they brought the other person out and they asked him what the story was. Well, the story had changed ever so slightly. 
So then he took that second person, put them in the soundproof booth with a stranger and had them tell the story. And then when they asked the guy, the third person, they, they told it a little bit different. And so on and on and on through all 10 people. And by the time that they got to the 10th person, the story was completely different from what it was originally. So, I mean, well, let me explain something to Tony real quick. Tony, when you're in the room, it's a lot like StreamYards. You just look at the bottom, and you're going to see a microphone, a camera icon, your share screen, and all that kind of stuff. So uh, you just got to look down just like you would in StreamYards. I don't understand why people have such a difficult problem. It's uh, the interface. Well, the, the, I, I know exactly what it is. If they're trying to access through a mobile device, yeah, don't do that. Because <laughs> if you try to access through the mobile device, you won't see the buttons and all the shit down at the bottom. Okay, it gets cut off. All right, that's part of the problem. Oh. You got you to come in. You got to come in through a PC. Because if you come in through a mobile device, you're not going to see all the shit down at the bottom. It's cut off. You either have to try to scroll it up and see the buttons down there, or you're going to have to minimize that page and get to the other page where the buttons are. It's really, it's really a pain in the ass on a mobile device. Mobile devices are just not are just not that great for. Uh, for, for live shows. I don't know why. It just, I just, was uh, not aware that that was an issue for people. That's too yep, bad. Yep, too bad. yep, yep, yep. See, he said, see, he said, yeah, that's why. Yep, see? Yeah. That's too bad. Yeah, well, well it, you know, mobile Well, I guess I would have to, I would probably have to physically unmute him myself, but he'd have to be open mic the whole time then. Right. All right. Yeah. Tony, if you know. come back in, I'll unmute you. We can see if that works. Well, he can. If, let's see if he can scroll to the bottom of the page on his mobile device, and try that first, and see if that'll let him access the buttons. Also, too, like I said, you might minimize the page in front, and then the page behind that might have the buttons. It depends on whether you're on an Apple or whether you're on an Android. But I don't. I'm. You know, I'm not 100% down with mobile device. I mean, I have one now, but I, you know, mobile devices are still fairly new to me too. So don't feel bad. Oh yeah, my uh, wife and daughter—they're really good with these mobile phones. Oh, my kids are excellent. All the neat stuff, but me—I yeah. can't figure it out. And plus, I've got fingers like a Sasquatch. Yeah, I, yeah, my fat fingers don't work too good on it. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's my kids, oh, man, my kids can whiz through that sucker. But <laughs> I'm like, how yeah, you when I'm talking to anybody on the phone, I always have to tell the other person, "Look, I'm too stupid. You're going to have to hang up on me. I can't. Right. I can't <laughs> even see the hang up button. I don't know what I'm doing." Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. It's it's, um, it's it's uh, it's it's it takes some getting used to. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely takes some getting used to. It's all good. So the uh, the part that seems to get religious folks aggravated is the uh, the fact that I basically state that God has a dual nature about him a dual personality mm -hmm. where he'll do good he is capable of love obviously mm -hmm. the bible says this but he also through his anger there's going to be wrath and yeah from, and from anybody who's got who's not doing right by god they're not going to perceive morally what he's doing to them as a positive thing or an act of love and well, i don't that's, understand that's God says he's going to roast everybody. So, I mean, you know. Yeah, so I don't understand. I don't understand what the problem is whenever right. I'm talking to Christians and they're like, why do you say that God has this nature for? And I'm he's like, he's going to fry the right whole there. fucking planet. And you guys think he's this God of love? Really? I mean, come yeah. on, man. No, I, I believe God's capable of love. 
I believe God's <laughs> capable of love, but I also believe that he's capable of acts of destruction as well. Oh, yeah. And yeah. they don't like that. They're like, no, God's oh, well, all loving. They need to read their Bible more, right? Yeah, all loving yeah. to a point. Come on, mm -hmm. man. You know? I try to describe it like this, Vaughn, if it makes sense. You you perceive yourself as a kind, good person, right? I do. However, if someone were to try to come at you and with the wrong tone or in a dangerous type of way, you'll do something about it, but that doesn't lessen your ability to love. Correct. Right? That's right. That's what I try to explain to these folks, and it goes right over their damn head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ibu says, I hope you're all doing well. We'd be doing better if some more people came in here and shared their ideas and views and had a discussion for sure. That's right. What you eating over there, Mom? Ho-hos. Hostess Who's a ho? Who you calling a ho? Ho, 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 ho. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh, those. Oh. Yeah, those are delicious. Those are delicious. So you mm -hmm. had a, how long, uh, how long were you a hardcore Christian? And then you made the change over to paganism. Well, I was, um, I actually went back and forth a little bit. Uh, I was, I was kind of what you would call a Christo pagan there for a little while. I was kind of trying to merge with the two, trying to find the the um, the center, the the you know the 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 balance. And um, and I was Christo pagan there for a little while, and that and that worked out pretty good so far. But um, you know, finally, I just you know, it's like you know what, I just need to ask them what they want. I just need to approach the gods and ask them what they want and find out. You know, do they do they want something from me, or what's re what's my requirements? What's you know what's needed of me? And uh, when I did that, obviously, then I went full bore into paganism, and and I've never looked back. It's been it's been an awesome, it's been an, a wonderful a wonderful transition. But um, you know, when I was Christian, I was Christian uh, until God. How long was I Christian? I was Christian until. Um, well, and you know, I, I married Pamela Sue. And um, when I divorced her, that was a major turning point for me because uh, at that point, um, I was really, really down in the dumps. Because, see, I, I'm, I'm an old-fashioned kind of guy. I don't believe in divorce. And... Um, I don't believe in striking woman and all that, all that stuff. Cause yeah, my dad was a, was a veteran of world war two and he instilled all those old fashioned, um, uh, uh, chivalrous things into me. And so I, I carried them, I carried them with pride. And, uh, so it really hurt when I divorced my wife because I don't believe in divorce. And of course, you know, it was my fault that the two kids died and all this stupid shit, which it was not, but you know, everybody tried to blame me anyway. And so, you know, I was, I was very forlorn. I was very crestfallen. I was very sad. And, um, I got very drastic and very desperate there for a minute. And, and, uh, at that point I got a visitation from a being of light. And, um, I'm basically sitting in a chair with my head down and, um, this finger grabs my chin and raises my head up. And I seen a being of, of pure light 
And um, it didn't say much. It just it spoke into my being and said, you have a great and glorious future that will benefit all of mankind. And then it was gone. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> but um, but that was that was my major turning point right there. And that also, you know, dovetailed into, you know, the crystal pagan thing and becoming more more pagan as I went along. Why? Uh, why did you get the idea that it wasn't the uh, uh, having to do with a Christian entity for? I, I don't get it because Christians usually see uh, God as energy and light for right, and you're right. saying that it was like that. Well, everybody does. But the thing of it is, is that, you know, this was, you know, I, I had already. I had already basically sinned against God by going to pagan beliefs and stuff. So, you know, that was, you know, the unpardonable sin, one of the unpardonable sins. And, and, um, you know, no, I, no, it was not Christian. This was not anything to do with Christianity, you know, and there was no, there was no calling from this entity for me to return to Christianity either. So, I mean, you know, it just, it, it's, you know, just get on a PC, dude. You know, get get on a PC, uh, dude. That's all you got to do. I mean, you know, mobile devices are not. I I can't tell you how many people have had trouble getting on a live show with a mobile device. Okay, for whatever reason, mobile devices just are not good with live shows. I don't know why. They just aren't. You know, just get on a PC or a laptop and come on in. Anyway, um, well, yeah, I mean, uh, according to your story, this uh, energy of light, this entity lifts your chin and tells mm-hmm. you that you have a glorious future, basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But nowhere in that story do you say that it's not God. And as far as the other thing said, you said that uh, because you started looking into other religions or adopting other philosophical uh, views that mm-hmm. this somehow makes God turn away from you or something, but that's what the Bible uh, says. You well, will not Bible, have no the other Bible gods. Has, well, yeah, yeah, the Bible says okay. you will have no right. other gods for okay. sure, <laughs> and it right. angers God. But there are figures in the Bible where they had their eye on something else, and God guided them anyway. Well, the thing about it is, okay, I know where you're going with this. You're going with the uh, with the uh, ro- the road uh, on the road to Damascus, and and um, you know he gets knocked off his horse and all that good shit. But you got to understand, he believed in the same damn God. So I mean, you know, he wasn't really he hadn't really turned away. He was just he was killing he, Christians. He was killing Christians, but it was the same God. Okay, the Jewish God and the Christian God are allegedly the same God, right? Yahweh, uh, they're the same God. Um, so I mean, you know. Did he really did he really change gods? No, he just believed that the Christians were heretics and that they deserved to be put to death, put to the sword as heretics. That's all. That's the only difference. But uh, anyway, uh, back to my story. So from that point, from that point on, from the meeting of this entity, uh, everything started to started to turn around slowly but surely. You know, the trolls love to love to say, oh, well, Von Helton, where's your gods at? Well, you know, you've got all this going on around you. Where's all the gods at? They're changing things, but it takes time. It's not something that can be done in a fortnight. It's got to, it takes time. It has to be done. It can't be done in an algenblick. It's got to be, got to be done slowly through a process, but it is happening. There is changes going on. There are things being done and, and ultimately, and I've already warned the trolls this, ultimately their destruction is at hand. They don't want to believe it. They don't want to think it, but it no, is. Let's, let's not engage the haters and trolls and stuff. Let's let's try to keep it in the theological discussion we were in. 
Well, that's the whole point, though. They won't accept any kind of legitimate theology, no matter who it's from. That's the whole damn point. Okay, and that's 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 going to be to their downfall. That's going to be to their downfall because I'm telling you right now, if you're an atheist, you are you are in danger. You may not know it yet. You may not believe it, but you are in well, let's, let's it. Well, let's be careful. Let's not try to come off sounding like there might be something like a uh, rough going to happen to non-believers or something. Let's see what we got here. Uh, we got, uh, do either of you have any new projects in the works? Uh, yeah, I plan on doing more shows. I'm thinking of uh, just completely stopping with uh, making um, just your typical videos. I may every once in a while do like a funny short, you know, like a 60 second uh, acting silly with the wife. But as far as that goes, I'm pretty much going to focus all my attention to doing these. But we need to start getting more people who are actually interested in actually having conversations. I want more people that are willing to talk. Yeah, it's it's kind of ridiculous to hit go live and then have people just not uh not want to have a conversation. That's the whole point. You know what I mean? Don't you find that weird, Vaughn? A lot of people nowadays they they just simply want to sit back and watch something. They don't want to participate anymore like they did in chat rooms in the past. Yeah, yeah, like Stickham used to be and shit. I got yeah. this as a, sent to me as a gift. Isn't that neat? That nice. Let's see what we got. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, B-17. Mm-hmm. Now, interesting thing about this thing, it doesn't have any moving surfaces. <laughs> it doesn't have, it, the, the, the ailerons don't move, the elevator doesn't move, the rudder doesn't move. Apparently what it is, is that it, 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 it turns and maneuvers by varying pitch of the engines, these two engines right here. Okay, for example, if this engine's going full blast and this engine cuts to about a third, it will allow it to turn to the right. If this one cuts back to a third and this one's going full blast, it'll turn to the left, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, so the varying pitch of these motors is what allows the plane to maneuver. Isn't that neat? But there's no moving surfaces. Neat. No moving surfaces. None of these none of these tailplanes move. None of them. Okay, okay so I, I don't know because I'm not there, but is this just a model or is this meant to no this flies this is going to fly yeah this is this is going to fly wow. in fact i'm going to be yeah i'm going to be flying it i'm going to be flying it uh supposed to start warming up here in a day or two and when it does i'm going to i'm going to fly this thing i'm going to put it up in the air man it's going to fly hopefully it flies good <laughs> we'll see but uh but it, you know i'm going to get it yeah i'm going to get it up in the air i'm going to get it flying it's and uh we'll we'll see how it uh we'll see how it does we'll see how it turns out but uh but yeah man i'm, I'm going to get it up in the air for sure for sure. All right. That's yeah. pretty cool. I thought there was nothing more than a model, but no, if you're going to get yeah, it to fly. Is, yeah, this is going to fly. Any, yeah. Does it have any internal equipment in it? Well, it's got the it's got the uh, the uh, the uh, uh, receiver and battery and, and and whatnot in there. And then here's your little antenna. You can see the antenna sticking up. Well, maybe you can. Let me see. Yeah, of course, there's the antenna. Okay, so it's got an antenna. Oh. The trap door for the receiver and uh, the SEC and all that jazz. And uh, I imagine it has some kind of gyroscopic stabilizer in it to keep it level. And uh, But yeah, it's going to be interesting to uh, see how it does because none of these services move. Not a one of them. So it's going to uh -huh. be interesting to see how, how the motors are able to make the aircraft fly. That's going to be very interesting to me. 
Um, you know, cause I, you know, I go to great lengths to make sure that, you know, my rudder moves and my elevator moves and my ailerons move. Uh, but this thing, got no moving surfaces at all. And I was like, well, shoot, you know, but we'll see how it does. And, um, but it should be, uh, it should, should make for an interesting video if nothing else. Right. Uh, but hopefully, uh, either tomorrow or the next day or something, hopefully I can, I can, uh, now there's supposed to be a turret right there and there's supposed to be a ball turret back here, but. They didn't put them on for whatever reason. I don't know. Mm. They did put the dorsal turret on, though. That's good. But they didn't put the, the two other turrets on, and I don't know why. They got the holes for them. There's a hole there and a hole there, but they didn't put the turrets in, so I don't know why they didn't. I have no idea. That's weird. But anyways, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, so yeah, it's going to make for an interesting video, if nothing else. I mean, if, if all it does is lawn darts, hey, man, at least it flew for five seconds, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. But, uh, but yeah, it's supposed to be uh, supposed to be a lot of fun. It's extremely light, though. Well, oh, there, there is one other thing, too, I wanted to announce with this person who says they are doing projects. Yeah. My buddy, TTOR, he's going to be hosting shows also during the week oh. on my channel. Oh. So, Vaughn, what that means is you will see sometimes you'll be looking up and go... Hey, where's Brett Keen at it? But you'll see TTOR hosting. I may come in from time to time, check on things, uh, add to the discussion. But yeah, we're going to be having us another host here soon. And I've also got some other ideas. Go ahead. Very good. Very good. No, I just want to show off the B-17. He asked what I, was, what, what I got coming up. And that's what I got coming up. Um, my, my, my Newport 17, I, I, fixed the, I fixed the elevator on my Newport 11. And uh, I'll be daggone if I didn't end up gluing the sucker to where it's pointed down now instead of up. So, so I got to rip it out, re-glue it. But, hey, it's still cold outside, kind of. So I got to wait until it warms up anyway. But, uh, but yeah, I've, I've, I've got it fixed. At least they're all both going up and down at the same time. So okay. So, yeah, any more questions people have out there? Well, I guess me and Vaughn will just shoot the shiz net. I got the direction corrected. Everything will be just fine. But I gotta get, get that corrected to fix it. But, uh, but, uh, oh, you got another plane? Yeah. I got another area of plane there. Now, this guy here, this is a Newport 11 Beeb, baby, uh, French French plane uh, from World War One. And um, like I said, I got it wired up. And, and the, the back, like I said, this back elevator. Uh, when I when I glued when I glued the servo in um, the back elevator is now oriented downward, and so I'm going to have to rip the servo out and re-glue it back down again so that it's nice and level. This one here is nice and level, but this one here is cockeyed. Now it was pointed up, and so I ripped it out and uh, re reoriented it and glued it back in. But unfortunately, it's uh, it's pointed down, so I've got to I'm going to have to fix that. But um, at least I got it to where both elevators are going up and down at the same time and in the same direction. So we fixed that. So now all we got to do is just get it, uh, get it to where that it's uh, nice and level, and then we'll be done. So, but uh, but yeah, now this one flies also. This is another flyer. It ain't it ain't just a model. Um, basically, what I'm doing uh, for those of you that are that are gamers, there used to be this game years and years ago called Red Baron 3D. And I used to mod that game. I used to be one of the head modders of that game. And I, ca I came up with brand new slots for aircraft, for aces, and for uh, um, uh, various equipment and whatnot. Uh, 
And what I done was I, I introduced flyable two seaters. I introduced 3D motors and everything into the game and it revolutionized the game. Um, so what I'm doing now is I, those planes that in the game, I'm now bringing to life. I'm bringing them into the real world uh, where you can really fly them. You can buy them. Uh, hopefully, hopefully over a gab, you can buy them and then uh, you can uh, uh, build them and fly them with your, your electronics. You'll have to add your own electronics, but you can build them and fly them and uh, have a lot of fun doing so. So, yeah. So, yeah. Should be interesting. Here, take a look at this, Fawn. I don't know if you heard recently, but apparently at the awards show, um, Mr. Chris Rock was cracking jokes on stage and right. he uh, uh, apparently said something about Will Smith's wife, a joke right. about G.I. Jane because she's right. bald. Right. And Will Smith came up on stage and knocked the piss out of Chris Rock. Apparently it was, it was not a, a lot of people thought it was a punch, but watching the video, it was not a punch. It was a slap. Yeah. And it might not even be real. It might've been a staged event. And the reason why is because uh, unbeknownst to, to some people, the Oscars are tanking. Okay. They're, they are literally tanking. Nobody is watching the Oscars. Nobody. And so this very well could have been pre-staged to try and gin up some uh some uh um uh, i don't what's the word i'm looking for to get people to notice that the oscars exist because <laughs> nah, I mean, they're, I they're tanking so. they're, they're tanking no, I, I, I don't know it looked like they it looked pretty bad hey tony yeah. what's up man your mic working yet you got to speak your mic is open hello oh boy Tony, goodness gracious. Oh. All right, so what does everybody think about that? Oh, Will Smith just slapping the piss out of Chris Rock. Anybody got any views on that? Let's see what we got. Oh, yeah, apparently... Uh, yeah, looks like Tony just isn't going to get things working. That's just too bad. After all the live shows, Tony got that going for us. Yeah, that isn't uh, that. That is a rather unfortunate. Yeah. Oh well. Okay. Well, like I said, uh, you're going to have to uh, get you a PC and and uh, get out there and get in here on a PC. That's the only thing. So I think I know to tell you because mobile devices are notorious for not working with live shows. I don't know why that is, but. Uh, mm. But yeah, it's uh, it's something else. I'll tell you. But no, I you know I the, the Oscars are tanking. Anyone can look up the stats. The Oscars are definitely tanking, and um, I think it was a staged event, no pun intended, uh, mm -hmm. to get uh, to get people interested in the Oscars. Because I mean, they're tanking, man. They are. They're tanking. Nobody's watching, man. Yeah, Nothing but having somebody watching. walk up and knock piss out of somebody on stage is exactly what is going to start a bunch of shit on the on the forums and the internet. And I mean, look at Twitter. Look at Twitter right now. Twitter's all you see on Twitter right now is what? Oh, that payment now. That infamous slap from Will Smith. That's all you see on Twitter right now. That's all you're seeing on Facebook right now. That's all you're. Yeah, seeing but it's on not YouTube making right anybody want to watch the show. It's pissing people off about Will. Smith. Smith. That's it, bad news is still news, you know. 
Mm. And, and I'm telling you, and where did it happen? It happened at the Oscars, which means, you know, subconsciously, what does that say? Oh, I missed something because I wasn't watching the Oscars and I missed this event because I wasn't watching the Oscars. So now I got to start watching the Oscars again to see if something like this happens again. Wow. See, see the thinking? I don't know. I don't oh, yeah. I absolutely believe that. I absolutely believe that this was a staged event because the Oscars are tanking. Anybody can look up their numbers. The Oscars are tanking, man. They are tanking big time. And this was a staged event to get people interested in the Oscars again. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, it's what it is. I absolutely mm. believe that. I don't you know, know, man. Yeah, I do. I do. But, I mean, did think you actually, about it. Did you actually watch what happened? I got. I saw the video. I saw the video. I saw every version of it too. I saw you the Australian version. Out the Japanese of the version. audience, Adam. I you saw see. every. I saw every version. All right, well, Vaughn, you seem to be the only one that seems to think that that was staged. I don't know. Well, uh, no, I'm not the only one, but that's okay. Anyway, the point is, is that uh, the facts are still the facts. The Oscars are tanking, and they needed something to to get people talking, and and this definitely got people talking. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Well, people are saying that the fact that the Oscars continued on and they allowed uh, uh, Will Smith to actually win an award after he just got them assaulting someone on stage. Well, exactly. Uh, they're also stating a bunch of celebrities are stating that uh, Chris Rock should file charges. So, I mean, if this was uh, a fake, you don't. I don't think there'd be a lot of a bunch of people saying that Will Smith needs to be taken down for this. No, that's exactly why it is fake. Because if you or I walked up on a stage and slugged somebody, what would happen? We'd be immediately arrested. Security would grab our ass and we would be hauled out. Famous actor or not, if security, if this would have been a real event, security would have, would have ran up, grabbed his ass. They would have grabbed his ass before he hit Chris Rock. As soon as he drew back to hit him, they had, security had been all over him and grabbed his ass. But that mm. didn't happen, though, did it? Okay, yeah, so no, it's a staged nice. event. It's a staged event. He, he, would have, he would have been grabbed by security. He would have went to jail. He did, none of that happened. And so, yeah, it's a staged event. It's not real, man. Trust me, it's not real. It is not real. I, it may look real. It may seem real to everyone. It is not real. It mm. was done to it, it was done to boost ratings for a failing TV program, and that's all it is. Mm. That's all it is, man. Trust me. Trust me. Hmm. I don't and know. How often have I have all, how often have I been wrong, Brett? Well, only about ninety <laughs> percent of the time. Long. <laughs> not very long. Yeah, not very long. So, uh, so yeah. So yeah. Trust me. And so yes, as somebody who is a th former thespian myself, I can assure you, he wouldn't have been a he wouldn't he wouldn't have got any. You were a lesbian, huh? You said you were a lesbian. No, <laughs> thespian. Oh, thespian. Okay. I got I got a lisp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I guess I got a lisp. No, thespian. <laughs> you know, you know, alas, poor Yorick. I knew him well. You know, one of those type deals. All right, hey, I gotta, Vaughn, I gotta go have me a French vanilla situation real okay. quick. Okay. While I'm away, can you not mention trolls or anything like that? Because that'll be very annoying. Yes, I don't sir. want that. Okay, right. so you go ahead and take over for a little bit, but no troll stuff. No Even if somebody's a prick out in the comments, all right? All okay. right, I'll be right back. Mm -hmm. Actually, there is something I do need to talk about that's that's legitimate and that's serious. You know, putting away all the joking, uh, getting very, very serious.
Um, for those of you that have been following me uh, years and years ago, um, you know, I, I bumped into this guy named Ben Fulford who lives out in, in Japan now. He used to live in the States. Now he lives in Japan. Been living out there for a long, long time. And um, Ben Fulford's like me. He's a con conspiracy theorist. And, um, you know, he he hears things that you and I don't hear because we're here in the States and he's in Japan. So he hears different things than you or I might not be privy to. And um, so Ben, ben Fulford started mentioning this thing called Kazarian Mafia, Kazarian Mafia. And I'm like, what in the fuck is Kazarian Mafia? You know, because I mean, as a historian, I would have thought I'd heard about that shit. Right. But apparently it missed my radar totally. So I went back and I'd done some research on it. And, and I just got through watching uh, uh, some videos on that very topic. And uh, so now I have a better understanding, you know, when Cliff High and, and Ben Fulford and some of these other people talk about Kazarian Mafia, uh, I have a better understanding. Now, see, me and you know them as the New World Order. They refer to them as Kazarian, Kazarian Mafia because that's where their origins came from. They came from a land called Kazar, literally. It was, it was a land called Kazar for a little while. And uh, it was nestled right in between Europe and Asia. And so, therefore, they, they got filthy rich by intercepting uh, the trades between uh, the, two the, two, uh, the two entities. And uh, so they got filthy rich doing that. Now, this is where the Rockefellers and Rothschilds sprang out from. They sprang out from these people. Okay. And so they have a long sorted history going back to the Kazarians. And so... You know, that's where this all come from. Now, like I said, you and I know that Klaus Schwab and 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 George Soros and all these uh, elitist fucks that we know them as a new world order. But, you know, their original their original title, I guess, theoretically would be Kazarian Mafia because that's where they sprung out from. And uh, basically what it is, is that they they deceived people by taking on Jewish names and a, and a Jewish entity. You'll hear you'll hear the phrase Akhenazi, Akhenazi uh, Jew, okay, or Kazarian Jew, okay. These are not real Jews, though. They're charlatans. They're fakes. They they did they took on the Jewish mantle thing so that they could call you an anti-Semite whenever you tried to expose them. Okay, it's a trick. It's a ruse. It's a way to defend themselves against the masses. Okay, and unfortunately, it worked because a lot of people think these fuckers are Jews. They're not Jews, and it's funny, you know. Now, me and me and me and Brett just got through talking about the Bible. In the Bible, there is a passage uh, that says, <clears throat> talking about uh, the last days. It says, "In the last days, there will be people that call themselves Jews but are not, because they're the synagogue of Satan." Okay, that's a passage out of the Bible. Okay, that's what the, these Khazars are. They're not really Jews. They have Jewish-sounding names, but, accor but according to my information that I'm learning more and more about as I go along, even their names are fake. Their real name used to be Bauer. It had nothing to do with Judaism. It was just a German name, you know, but, but they changed the name. You know, the, 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 the Rothschilds used to be called Bauer. That was their original name, and they changed it to Rothschild because it has a Jewish-sounding name. Because they want to call themselves Khazarian Jews. And then that way, if you come after them, they'll say, oh, well, you're an anti-Semite. Okay, but let's be clear. The Ashkenazi Jews, the Khazarian Jews, whatever you want to call them, are not Semitic. They are not real Jews. Putting on a form of godliness, but having none.
That's in the Bible too, by the way. All right, so these are not real Jews. They're fake Jews. But they use that they you you know and and look at how they've look at how they've gotten everybody Germany Japan everybody they got everybody pissed off at the Jews, that's by design, because while you're worrying about what's going on in Israel, they're fucking you over in your own damn bank. It's by design, it's all by design. Do you really think the average Jew walking down the street gives two fucks about your opinion? No, <laughs> you know. Likewise, the you know, the average black on the street, do you think he gives a fuck about your opinion? No. Okay. So who is the real enemy of the white race? Is it blacks or Jews or anything? No, it's these Kazarian mafia, these these fake Jews, these whites, because they don't like competition. And you, white boy, are competition, and they want you rubbed out in a big way. And so that's why they, they create these vaccines. To what did Bill Gates say? Decrease the population by 10 to 15%. These vaccines are not vaccines. They're bioweapons. But they call them vaccines so that the government tells you to take them. Another sleight of hand. Another deception. They're not vaccines. They're viruses. Man-made viruses. But they call them vaccines so that your government will give them to you. It's sleight of hand. It's deception. It's it's all by design, too, because like I said, Bill Gates in that TED event, we got to lower the population of Earth by 10 to 15 percent with what? New vaccines. What new vaccines? The new vaccines they just put out. And now Pfizer came out just recently saying that they want to have some HIV vaccines. They were going to release three HIV vaccines. These three HIV vaccines, I feel would have killed billions. It would have killed billions of people. And thankfully, though, that plan was thwarted. Now, we can't discuss how that plan was thwarted because we're on YouTube. But <laughs> if you want to get to me privately or come to Gab TV, I can tell you all about it. But, uh, but yeah, uh, thankfully, that plan was thwarted, at least as far as I know. Now, now, heads up here, boys and girls, because this is going to get dicey. I don't know if you caught it, but here just recently... Xi Jinping called into Brett, uh, Brett Keen, listen to me. They called into, they called in, they called into Joe Biden's live show. Joe Biden was doing a live uh, event. And Xi Jinping called in on that live event and cussed him up a blue streak. Why? Because everybody's running around saying that Biden is a puppet of Xi Jinping. No, no, he's not. So if Biden is not a puppet of Xi Jinping, and and G and G is pissed off about that. He is highly upset about that shit. So who's controlling him? Well, locally, many believe it's Obama. This is the third term of Obama. A lot of people believe. But who's doing it globally? Well, obviously it's the three hundred families. These Kazarian Jews. These Kazarian mafia. The Ashkenazi Jews, or as they sometimes call. You know, these, these, but remember, these guys are not real theists. They're, they're atheists, posing as theists. They're Satanists, actually. You know, like I said, the Bible says they're, they're claiming to be Jews, but are not. They're the synagogue of Satan. And so, uh, yeah. So somebody says, well, name them. Okay. Rothschild, Rockefeller, Morgan, Carnegie, Warburg, Vanderbilt, and so on and so forth. 300 elite families who do not like you and want to, and want to kill you. They want you dead. Because you, white boy, are a threat to them, whether you like to believe it or not. 
You're a threat to them. What? Who do you think sunk the Titanic? Do you really think the Titanic hit an iceberg? No. Go back and look at the pictures of the of the Titanic before it set sail. When you, when you what do you think Titanic, happened to the Titanic? I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Okay. When you go back and look at the actual pictures of the Titanic just before it launched, you'll see a dark spot on one side of the ship. What they had done, they had set up a dirty bomb in deep inside the ship to weaken the structure on that one side. Now, whether they planted an additional bomb to to crack open the hole or not, but but did they, you know, even even if it was an iceberg, they had help. The iceberg had help. Okay, folks, this was an unsinkable ship. Literally, every 20 feet was a was a uh, was a uh, watertight bulkhead. There's no way that ship should have sunk. No way. So either somebody went down below decks and opened up all the watertight doors, which is possible. Or, or the iceberg, you know, just destroyed the entire bottom of the ship. Well, that didn't happen because we saw the ship. The ship was not completely destroyed. It just had a gash in the side. So what happened? These, this, this, the sinking of the Titanic. Well, who was on the Titanic? Oh, a bunch. Yeah, of but it mint. wasn't. A, it wasn't just the iceberg, according to their explanation. They said because of the damage, it caused the ship to tip up, and then it uh, imploded in the water because of its position. Right. Right. Well, no, but yeah, but here's the thing. Who was on the Titanic? Rich white folks, rich white folks that could have contested the Rothschild Rockefeller regime that could have fought their new world order on an even keel and stopped their actions. And those people had to be killed. And they were. And they were. Okay. Oh, yeah. If anybody out there spams my uh, chat, then I'll just uh, I, I just click a button and it's going to get rid of you and also clean up all the crap that you put on there. So don't bother. I'm going to keep the chat off of the screen for a little bit until these idiots can calm down. Right. All right. So that's interesting. So you're mm-hmm. saying that someone aboard the ship actually went down internally, destroyed it. They were what they were, they could have. Yeah, they were what could have. But wouldn't have that did not mean that since there was no survivors um that that person person died yes of course wow but they don't care i mean you know they're 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 looking at you know they're looking at a long game okay this is a long time coming this is this is something that has been planned out for centuries okay you know going all the way back when they lied about the napoleonic war Remember when they lied about the Napoleonic War and they told the Europeans, hey, guys, you know, Napoleon's won the war. Give us all your shit. Sign here on the dotted line. So they signed on the dotted line. And then, oops, here comes the real horseman who came in and said, no, 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 no. Wait, Napoleon didn't win. The other guy won. It's like, oh, shit. But see, by then they had signed everything they owned away. They'd signed it all away. They literally sold Europe. Okay. See, that's what I said about these people. These people are not nice people. These are not people that worked hard and became rich under their own merits like Trump did. These people stole everything they got going all the way back to the to the spice mines and the Asian trade uh, routes. They stole stuff then. They stole Europe from the Europeans and they're still stealing to this day. Right now, every American watching me is being robbed. They say, well, Vaughn, that's ridiculous. Ain't nobody stealing my wallet. My wallet's right here. Nobody's stealing my wallet. You're being robbed every day. How? Because every time that you've got a dollar bill in your wallet, you're charged interest. 
These these because oh, uh, mom, I have to ask: Do you have a Facebook? No, I do not. Well, you may have to recreate one because I've got it set up for this, so I don't have to deal with trolls. Do you right. see that? Yes, I see that. What's this say? says add me on facebook as a friend post comment under the name you plan to use on the show i will not broadcast your voice or camera unless you leave a comment on the show or post i hate doing this but my trolls are rabid and will not cease being annoying link is in the description well you know i agree and i understand but i don't have a facebook and uh, probably can't create a new one because as soon as i do well, i, I do don't like want to in the future i do not want to continue to post a link out to the public i want right. it to be where people who you just send me an, an email. Just send it to me in an email. You got my email. Just send it to me in an email. Oh. But but I yeah, I don't think Facebook's going to let me come back, dude. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I've already had three Facebooks. I I, I don't want to I don't want to get into a deal where I have to start sending off emails to all kinds of different people and all that. Right. Ex especially if I start doing mailing lists, I had the problem of uh, trolls getting on the mailing list and then giving the link out to a bunch of people. Right. So right. yeah, well, we'll have to figure out something a little bit easier, Vaughn. I know. Yeah, but right now there's nothing I can do because like I said, man, I've already this is my third account on Facebook. It's gone. They're not gonna let me come back. They're not gonna oh, give me a fourth right. chance. No. Wow. And and Twitch has Twitch has banned me, Twitter has banned me, YouTube has banned me, and uh Google is shadow banning me. So oh, yeah, there's not much I can do. However, I am on Gab, Parlor, Getter, and MeWe. So. All right, well, I can do that. I can post to Gab. And for now on, when you see the shows available, just go over to Gab and the link will be made public, all right? Outstanding. Yeah. Outstanding. That's but anyway, I want to get that information about the Kazarian Mafia because, you know, I had heard the phrase, but didn't really put two and two together. And now I understand, you know, they're basically the New World Order. They're just, you know, it's just a different name for the New World Order. But they're the ancestry of... Uh, the Rockefellers, Rothschilds, Morgans, Carnegies, Warburgs, Vanderbilts, etc. And um, so, uh, so yeah, but uh, but yeah, these these people are not nice people, and they're not they're not theists. Okay, so they start this anti-Semitic crap. Yeah, tell them to go shove it, because they're not Semites. They're not theists. They are. They have no protection. They're they're Satanists, just like the Bible said. There'll be Jews in the last days claiming to be Jews, and they're not. There's a synagogue of Satan. So the Bible's one hundred percent accurate on that. And that's who these cats are, okay? These Kazarian Jews, these Akanashi Jews, uh, these uh, Kazarian Mafia, otherwise known as the Bilderberg Group, the New World Order. Um, you know, they've got their paws on the G20. They've got their paws on the World Health Organization and and uh, the WEO and, and just, you know, they're everywhere. And uh, they're not nice people. So that's basically all I had, Brett. Well, goodness gracious, this is a lot of stuff to deal with. Who do you it think is. it is that was involved in the destruction of the Titanic? I absolutely believe the Rothschilds were involved. I, I, I don't have any reason to doubt it. Don't have any reason to doubt it whatsoever. Everybody that was friendly to the Rothschilds did not get on that ship. Even if they had tickets, they didn't get on the ship. But all of Rothschilds' enemies did get on the ship. Hmm. Okay, you were mentioning Bill Gates, vaccines, and yeah. uh, putting diseases out there and all that. So uh, in order for uh, someone to put something like that out there to cut down the population, as you assert, uh, do you believe that he also has the cure already available for himself and his friends? 
Well, the cure is already out there and has been out there, but we can't discuss that on YouTube. <laughs> we can't discuss that on YouTube. But, oh. uh, but yeah, yeah, it's what it's what Donald Trump and 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 a few other people have been advocating. And uh, you know, oh, and, then, yeah, and, and yeah. the newer and the newer one that starts with an I. Mm-hmm. Yeah, HCQ right. and IVN. Yeah, those things. Uh, so those are natural cures. Those are natural cures, and they'll stop them damn parasites cold, buddy. They'll stop them cold. Okay, like what's your it. thoughts on uh, apophysis? Apophysis, you know, well, it depends on whether you believe in a globe Earth. Now, if you believe in a globe Earth, then apophysis is coming from the solar system, and, it, and it's just, you know, it's this big-ass rock. Okay, here's the thing, you know, uh, it, it's funny because when people started actually paying attention to apophysis, uh, NASA thought there would be some kind of, some kind of panic and that people would be storming their gates. And so they backed away from Apophis a little bit. Oh, well, it, we, we miscalculated. It's not as big as we thought. Well, no, they're, they're kind of right. It's not as big as they thought. It's bigger. Okay. Well, now, why? Why is that? Okay. If we're going by the globe model, because that's what NASA uses. So we'll go there. If you go by the globe model, you're going to go by light that is refracted off the object as it's approaching. Okay. All right. Now, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, the light refracted off the object only accounts for about a third of the size of the object. So, Apophis is fucking huge. Okay. It's massive. It is a real planet killer. It is not a joke. It's not a game. It's a real fucking planet. If Apophis hits the Earth, there is no fuck. You know, it's now in ancient times when Tiamat was struck, right? Uh, it broke off and and the core solidified and became the Earth we are on today. And then all those fragments became the asteroid field. But if Apophis hits us, there won't be anything left. It'll be gone. There won't be nothing left. Because I don't know if anybody's heard, but they uh, believe that uh, this is the information on it. Is it clear for you on the screen? Yeah, I see it all right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Apophysis has been extensively tracked since its discovery by both optical and radar telescopes. Right. Uh, well, I don't know that person saying thanks to these data collected by astronomers all over the world, we can precisely predict the motion of Apophis. They believe mm -hmm. April 2029 will we will have a flyby, and this rock is huge. Yes. Well, like I said, man, that thing is bright. Holy fuck. Get rid of that thing. Damn. And they also believe that the thing is going to, um, how do I put it? It's going to make a, a U-turn back at the. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, that, yeah, the, the Wikipedia there is not quite what I heard. Okay. What I heard is that the flyby is in 2025 and then it's going to slingshot around the sun. And if it hits a particular window on the initial flyby, it will it will slingshot around the sun and nail us in the ass in 2036. And like I said, there won't be an Earth. It will be gone. Not even the core will survive this one. Okay. Um, now, that's if you believe the globe model. Now, I don't necessarily ascribe to the globe model, but, you know, that's what NASA believes, and that's what NASA wants you to believe, and so that's the story of Apophis. Uh, but I heard it was going to swing by in 2025, and if it hit a particular window of opportunity, and it hit that window dead on the money, it would slingshot around the sun, 
and nail us in 2036. Now, uh, this is obviously saying something different. It's saying that it's not flying by until 2029. So I don't know why the change, but um, well, but I yeah, think they're stating that in the the 30s and all that, it's going to do a reverse, like a couple of years later. Yeah. Well, it's going to do a slingshot. It's going to slingshot around the sun. You know, this is the the slingshot around the sun has been popularized in science fiction movies, namely Star Trek and Star Wars. And, um, you know, but the slingshot around the sun, uh, it'll it'll nail us in 2036. So we'll see. Um, Now, I don't necessarily ascribe to the globe model. However, there is this thing called the destroyer that allegedly comes every 36,000 years. And it weighs mankind in the balance. If mankind has progressed, if mankind is doing good to one another, and there is a very small amount of evil on the earth, mankind will be allowed to continue. Unfortunately, there is not a small amount of evil on the earth. There is a humongous amount of evil on the earth. So uh, the destroyer is going to come and it's going to wipe out. Now I said, well, you know, so I went to the gods about this and I said, hey, uh, you guys know that it ain't our fault this time, right? They're like, yeah, we know. And I said, well, what are you going to do? He said, we're not coming after you. We're coming after the elite families. We're going to take these elite families out one way or the other. They will be destroyed, and the people of Earth will be liberated, and you'll get a second chance. You'll literally get a second chance. And I'm like, wow, that's that's what, that's quite a relief. You know, so these doom and gloomers out here saying that the world's going to come to an end and that, um, you know, that all life on Earth will die and there'll be famines and wars and all this stuff. It's all a load of hog, hor, uh, a hogwash, a load of horseshit. It's not going to happen. The gods are not going to let it happen. But they are going to take out these elite families that have been plaguing mankind. Well, like I said, all the way back to ancient times, you know, they go all the way back to the Middle East, guys. These families, some of these families go all the way back to the Middle East. All right. So, yeah, you know, they need to be dealt with. Mankind is in bondage. Like I said, you know, I picked up my wallet. You know, I picked up my wallet. You're in you're in bondage right now. You don't know it. Every every dollar bill in this wallet is is owed to the is owed to the to the Kazarian mafia. Every single one. Every single one. They charge you interest every time they print our money. That's a fact. That's not my opinion. That's an absolute fact. How does that look? Is that better? I added an extension. That makes yeah, that's yeah, black. that's that. Oh, that's much much better. Thank you. Yeah, that bright that bright man. That, oh my God, that was killing. Yeah, that's a lot better. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, it's you know the you know now like I said you know uh, I was told that it was sling that 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 was zip by in twenty twenty five, and if it hit a particular window of opportunity. Then it would slingshot around the sun and nail us in 2036. So, you know, somebody's changed the wiki or uh, NASA themselves have changed their minds or whatever. But uh, but I know that NASA did back away from it a little bit because people were really starting to become very visibly upset. And I, I guess NASA didn't want people storming their gates <laughs> with torches and pitchforks. Oh, we're going to die, motherfucker. You know, uh, so I, I don't know. Um you know, but but my story, from what I remember, is that it's swinging by in 2025, and then if it if it hits a particular window, a particular spot, it'll slingshot around the sun and nail us in 2036. Now, if it doesn't hit that window, and it careens like out to here or something, 
then it's just going to careen back out in his face and we'll probably never see it ever again. But chances, unfortunately, are good that it will hit the window and it will slingshot around the sun and nail us. So, you know, my my joy for the day. <laughs> but like I said, the guys told me, he said, that's that's, you know, it's not going to happen. We're not we're not going to destroy mankind. We're going to we're going to take out these these uh, these Kazarian mafia, these new world order types, these 300 elite families. And we're going to give you guys a reprieve. We're going to give you guys a second chance. So, so that's a good thing. Mm. That's a really good thing. All right. Let me go ahead and get this out the screen. Voila. Yep. Voila. Yep. So, uh, so yeah, man, it's going to be, it's going to be, uh, not what, uh, not what, not what the doomsayers are saying. Okay. Mm. Not what the doomsayers are saying. The gods are not going to let that happen. They're going to give us a second chance. And this time we better not screw it up, folks. Okay. Don't screw it up this time. But we're going to get a second there. chance. Mm -hmm. Are you uh, familiar with a person by the name of Sci-Fi Dan? Sci-Fi Dan. Dan. Yeah. Not really. Well, he's a guy on YouTube who likes to pretend he's a scientist. Uh -huh. Let's see what you think of this. Take okay. a look. Yeah. 13.7 billion years ago, this tiny singularity violently exploded. And it is from this explosion, this bang, that all matter, energy, space, and time were created. No explosion, no bang, just expansion. This tiny singularity violently, violently exploded. exploded. No explosion, no bang, just expansion. Before the Big Bang, there was nothing, literally nothing. And then something happened, triggering the most colossal explosion in history. We don't necessarily think it was nothing before that. You are telling us that matter arose spontaneously out of nothing. Literally nothing. Nothing. Literally nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Literally nothing. Nothing. Oh, you cut off the good part. You cut <laughs> off the part where he says he's batshit insane. You should have left that part on there. That's so what the best did you, part. Well, what did yeah, you think after, about After that? he says nothing that third time, uh, uh, Dawkins looks at him stone-faced and says, you're batshit insane. So we've got air, atheist Aaron Raw as well. He's made some claims about the universe and science. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, let's see if we expose his stupidity. Aaron, you're coming back to paganism, dude, whether you like it or not. <laughs> he has uh, conceded that he's now a Satanist. Well, well, that's, well, okay. Well, that's, that's, wait a minute, Luciferian or Levian? He claims that he's a, uh, he's a devil worshiper. Are you ready? Uh, go ahead. We didn't come from nothing, and no scientist believes that we ever came from absolutely nothing. The Big Bang is not something from nothing. Even when cosmologists talk about a universe from essentially nothing, they don't mean an absolute philosophical nothing. In fact, they don't think that an absolute nothing is even possible, because every time they try to create a perfect vacuum, they notice quantum fluctuations of subatomic particles popping in and out of existence where there shouldn't be anything. Yeah. As the idea that there could be literally nothing which then from which something suddenly springs and I mean it is very hard to grasp it and and I certainly can't grasp it but something from nothing from literally nothing 
I mean, that's what really gets people. That's the one that's really counter to common sense. And, and, and they clearly misunderstand what you mean by nothing. So and, and it, well, exactly. It start with absolutely nothing. That means, unlike the cardinal said, and unlike some people argue, no particles, but not even empty space. No space whatsoever. No space whatsoever. And maybe even no laws governing that space. And, and maybe even no laws governing that space. And what did you say? Well, then who did create the heavens and the earth? Why do you use the word who? You see, you, you, you immediately beg the question by using the word who. Well, then how did it get created? Well, um, by a very slow process. Well, how did it start? Nobody knows how, how it started. We know the kind of event that it must have been. We know the sort of event that, that must have happened for the origin of life. And what was that? It was the origin of the first self-replicating molecule. Right. How did that happen? I told you, we don't know. So you have no idea how it started? No, no. no, no nor has anybody. Nor has anyone else. What do you think about that? So yeah. we got scientists who are saying, well, we don't know. We've got a bunch of ideas. Nobody, and thoughts Nobody and all was that. there. Nobody but was you, there. Get these, you get these guys like Aaron Ross, Idan man, who get up there and act like they know some kind of intuitive nonsense that nobody else knows. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta get the, you got to get the version where he says that he says absolutely nothing the third time, and then Dawkins says, you're batshit insane. That's the best part of that damn video is where he says you're batshit insane. That's that's the best part of it. And I can't believe you cut that off. Oh, you got to have the version with the with with the end on it there. That's that's the best part. I hear you. Uh, but now but now, you know, as a flat earther, obviously, I don't believe in the globe. I believe the globe is absolute horseshit. Um, every ancient fucking document we've ever had in the history of fucking mankind says that the earth is fixed and immovable. Okay, fixed and immovable totally negates the whole holy hopping horseshit solar system. Okay, a solar system where now, folks, oh, get this. If you haven't heard this, this is this is great. You're going to love this. You old timers, you're going to love this part because now science says that not only is the Earth rotating around its axis and it's rotating around the sun. Now they're saying the whole fucking solar system is careening through space at billions and billions and billions of miles an hour. And I'm like, yeah, fuck, I'm done. I'm, I'm so fucking done. That, that did it for me. Fuck that noise. You know, I was willing to entertain it rotating on an axis. I was willing to entertain it rotating around the sun. But when you say the whole motherfucking solar system, how is Picard ever going to find the Earth? If we're if we're traveling billions of light years through space, how is it going to find the Earth? How how would anybody find the Earth if they if they left and wanted to come back? You couldn't find it because the Earth that was here is now way the fuck down there. That's rough. We yeah. got a guy here called Steve Short. This is what he says. He says uh, there's no physical evidence of God whatsoever been proven many times. Well, the problem with this, Mr. Steve Short, is that millions of people since the beginning of time from many, many different faiths out there have said that they have actually engaged or encountered a manifestation or entity, a God. And also for the videos I just played, the fact that they're claiming that these, uh, the Big Bang itself actually came into existence from nothing well, ladies and gentlemen, that's the very definition of supernatural. Correct. Something, that, something that comes into existence without the laws of nature behind it. 
Well, if nature was created and had a beginning to the universe, this means that the universe itself started through a supernatural means. Correct. That to me yeah. is the very attributes of God. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Well, well, the, uh, well the, the Steve Short guy, uh, you know, apparently they haven't been keep, they haven't been watching me, apparently, because uh, I have done a series of videos uh, when I was at Twitch before I got uh, summarily banned from Twitch. I've been doing a bunch of live shows on that very topic. And the fact of the matter is, is that bastion of CBS, CBS News, that bastion of conservatism uh, had scientists, doctors and psychologists and parapsychologists, you know, the whole gambit. They were all on there. And what were they talking about? Oh, we revived people that had been dead for several days. We brought them back. And when we brought them back, they still made sense of who they were. They still made sense of who they were. Okay. They were able to tell them their names. They were able to tell them where the hospital was. They were able to tell them what the operation was. They were able to, uh, something went wrong. Try reloading the page. Um, they were able to tell them everything. They were able to tell them everything. And, uh, and they had total recall. They knew their names. They knew everything that, you know, now these people have been dead for several days, but they, but yet they knew everything. They literally knew everything. And so you are still you after you die. Sorry, but you are. And CBS News, who by no stretch of the imagination is a conservative uh, 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 television station, were the ones that released the information. Likewise, we have actual documentation now from the United States Army and the CIA who have done extensive studies concerning areas outside space and time and their conclusion is is that yes we now have scientific proof that a realm outside of space and time does indeed exist now why is that significant because that's where the gods reside that's exactly where they reside every document we have says that's where they reside outside space and time and and the united states army and cia have now proven scientifically that that realm exists. Period. End of story. Like I said, unfortunately, my Twitch channel is gone. It's 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 unfortunate. But if you've been following me, you would have known this information. Um, I'll try and repost it onto Gab TV so that everybody can get a copy. But yeah, CBS News, left-leaning TV channel, and uh, the U.S. Army and the CIA. Oh, yeah, Vaughn, there's another thing, too. You still haven't sent me any audio tracks for the radio, one, even though I have been using a live thing. And you also did not send me the uh, words that I was supposed to use in my spam filter. Oh, well, I'll do that right now. Yeah. yeah this right whenever now. you get an opportunity, send me some audio tracks or whatever. And spam. So anybody that wants to come in, I've posted the link publicly. Unless I know you, though, or that you've added me on Facebook to let me know what you're coming in under, I will not broadcast you unless you're a friend, somebody I've known or talked to before, that your name is familiar to me, that kind of stuff. I have to do that, Vaughn. I have yeah, I know. To. I know it sucks, close. but you got to do what you got to do, man. Right. Let me see exactly. here. Where in the hell are you? So I have a feeling we're going to be doing a pretty good show, though. I have the ability to put clips in. Oh, and mm -hmm. also, you know how you get some of these atheists out here who they say, 
evolution doesn't state that we come from monkeys, right? That's what they say. I don't know where they get that information at because it's pretty clear, and I'll even make it even more clear for them. Can you do me a favor? Can you either, uh, you know, throw the dog outside or mute the mic? I don't know. I don't know. Let me see. I'll try to shut the door. Oh, so you just gonna leave the mic wide open? There we go. Let me let me go ahead and mute that for you so I can show this. Here we go. This is for those out there who are saying, Giants judging claim we come from monkeys. Are you sure about that? Here we go. Human beings are still fish. Human beings are fish? Why, yes, of course they are. How long did that take? A couple of billions of years. Millions. A couple of millions? How is that observable? It's not. Do you believe we all came from sponges, Dave? Do you believe this textbook yes. is right? Yes. But my 200 million greats-grandfather was a fish. And by the way, the same fish was your 200 million greats-grandfather, too. <laughs> We're all African apes. We're apes with a shave. Yeah, yeah exactly right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I'm out in the woods, I'm full-on wolf. Like, if I'm with close friends, What's the problem? Yeah, and what so, are you doing when you're out there? Um, so we're running around. We do kind of play as wolves. Like on all fours? Uh, at times, yes. Sometimes we're two-legged, making wolf vocal stuff. But here's something I might do when I'm out there as far as a howl. Sure. <laughs> you got to unmute your mic there, <laughs> <laughs> okay can you hear me now yeah i hear you what's up man what do you think of that that was different yeah so do they believe they come from monkeys and sponges and creatures yeah yeah well That's... see they gotta well see you know people don't understand why they do that okay i have i have i've always had to explain why they do that why why are they pulling all this monkey shit and fish and chicken and turkey and all this other bullshit because they no this is serious this is serious okay the reason they're doing that is so that it's easier to kill you okay what? easier to kill us that's right we're they can't serious. listen you there is an internal clock let's call it that grabs a hold of you if you try to kill another legitimate human being you can't do Uh-oh. it you can't do it you cannot do it. There is something in you that prevents you from doing it. So what do you do? How do you get around that internal mechanism that prohibits you from killing another human being? You How do you de- do that? Human- you dehumanize them. Uh-huh. Oh, you're not a human anymore. You're a monkey. You're an ape. You're a chicken. You're a fish. You're 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 a, you're a, you're a savage. You're a native. Uh-huh. You're this. You're that. See, they can't kill you if they if you're considered a human. They can't do it. There's internal there's an internal block that prohibits us from killing one another. So to get around that, they, oh well, they're not human. They're yeah, they, they were we're hardwired, and uh, we're hardwired. And we also have a mechanism in us that keeps us from doing this, unless you're a sociopath or psychopath. Right, you right. Don't yeah, have unless your mind is toast, you can't you can't internally kill another human being. You can't do it. Because because your conscience kicks in and your reflexes kick in. Wait a minute, this is a human being I'm trying to kill here. I can't do it. Okay, so you got to get around that. So how do you get around that? You get around that by saying, oh, well, that's not a human. That's an ape or that's a fish or that's an amoeba or that's, that's a, you know, a savage or a native or whatever, you know, whatever flavor of the fucking day, a pygmy rat, you know, whatever. 
you know, they See, have to do it's, that. it's interesting. You actually have a pretty good point because uh, I've pointed this out before. Uh, atheists have killed more people than all of the religions combined. If you were to drop Christianity, paganism, Islam, all of them together, it still wouldn't even come close to the numbers of atheists. That's and then right. on top of it, they had the highest suicide rate because mm-hmm. they've convinced themselves that they don't have no reason to live. They have no uh, intrinsic meaning or purpose. Correct. But yeah, if you believe you're nothing more than an evolved slug, then what's the point? Exactly. Right? And thus, it's easier to kill you. Right. That's absolutely or yourself. right. Or yourself. That's an excellent yeah, that's point. Ab- that's, that's absolutely correct. And that's exactly why they do it. That's exactly why atheism is allowed to flourish. Folks, atheism, atheism should have died a long, long time ago. So now who kept, who kept propping it up? Rothschild. How many of you know that that Karl Marx is, is Rothschild's cousin? How many of you know that? Your hands. Yeah. So how did Karl Marx get funded to promote Bolshevism and communism? Oh, he went to his he went to his cousin Rothschild and said, "Hey, cousin, say Bolshevism." I said Bolshevism. I said, "Hey, <laughs> hey cousin, I need, I need, hey cuz, I need a check. Will you cut me a check? Yeah, here you go. Here's your check. Go out and spread your fake ass communism and and Bolshevism and atheism. Spread it out all over the world. Here's your big fat check. Go to it. And that's, that's exactly wild. what Karl Marx and Joseph Engels did, wasn't it? That's exactly that's what wild. they did. It's exactly what I they thought did. you said Bolshevism, but it sounds pretty close. <laughs> well, it is bullshitism, actually, but uh, no, bolshevism. But uh, but yeah, it, it, you know, uh, yeah. How many of you knew that that Karl Marx and 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 Rothschild were cousins? It's true. It's absolutely mm. true. Here, here, cuz, have here's a big fat check. Go out and spread atheism and communism all over the world, and that's exactly what he did. That's, that's rough. exactly what he did. Yeah, atheism. Like I said, atheism should have died centuries ago. Atheism has no legitimate standing, folks. It, it doesn't. Honestly, it does not. It should have died a long, long time ago. But it kept getting financially propped up by the Rothschilds. Why? Because atheism serves a purpose. It gives them the right to kill you because you're no longer a human. Now, let me tell you another interesting little factoid, boys and girls. Mm. In the financial Bible and in the legal Bible, do you know what a human is? You know what humans are listed as in the financial Bible and in the legal Bible? Anybody want to take a guess? I'm listening. We're listed as monsters. Monsters? Monsters. Yes, literally. We're literally listed as a monster. Now you say, well, okay, well, Vaughn, who's listed as a human in these Bibles? LLCs, corporations, 501c3s, uh, you know, businesses, that sort of thing. Let me let the dog out. Right. I've even I've I've even heard uh, atheists define this as being like that of parasites, uh, uh, like evolution, parasites and bacteria and all that. Sure. If you see somebody is nothing more than a parasite or bacteria or nothing more than a lesser animal, then that's no reason really to keep them around. I hear you there. Yeah, well, Vaughn, and you know that you're going to be walking off in the other room. You need to mute the mic because you cause me feedback when you're not there talking. No, I didn't know that. I don't hear anything on my end at all. All right. Well, I told you. That's all yeah, good. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, so I... we're getting up there towards an hour and 38 minutes. I'm probably going to close it out at two hours flat. 
I got an interview I'm going to be doing with a young lady tomorrow called The Angry Atheist Woman. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, is that one chick? Is that that one chick that used to come on the show uh, every now and then? Or? No, she's never. This girl's never been on. Oh, okay. She's uh, she seems like she's pretty cool and all that. She she seems kind of considered and respectful though. She <laughs> said, uh, "Brad, if I come on your show, you're not going to get offended if I say mean things about God." And I said, "I hear mean things about God on a daily basis, <laughs> so uh, it is what it is." <laughs> Yeah. Why am I going to get offended and everything? Yeah. Who you should be concerned about is what God's going to do with you whenever you get in front of him. Then then you can talk about how offended he might be. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Can you imagine how quickly that son of a bitch create, rolled a new account and got back in here? There must be software out there that lets him do that shit. There has to be. I mean, he was back in here in a nanosecond, buddy. Well, you got to keep in mind that these people, they may have already created 20 accounts before I even went live. Well, yeah, that, yeah, that's, yeah that's a possibility, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I hadn't really thought about it, yeah. It's all good. Are humans mammals? Uh, yes and no. Uh, in, in, in a strict sense, I guess you could say we are mammals in the fact that we uh, give our young uh, milk um, we breastfeed our young and give them milk and, um, we give live birth instead of with an egg. So in that regards, yes, technically we're mammals. However, uh, what many people believe myself included is that we have what's called a divine spark. We are also sentient creatures, unlike the animals. And so therefore we're in a, we're in a different category. Um, you know, so we're we're a little bit different. We're we're above we're above that. So you know, and if oh, you I, know I was going to say, I was also going to say for those out there who would like to attend future shows that couldn't do it today, uh, right. just add me on Facebook, and you'll always see whenever I post things. Since right. it's my private Facebook, the only way you can be able to see the link is by actually adding me as a friend. But you right. need to make sure that you leave a comment stating that you're interested in being on the show. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So anything else you want to talk about? I am going nope. to walk away for a moment. Please don't engage the trolls. Yeah. All right. How about the... Uh, let me see here. What have I got? What have I got? What have I got? What have I got? Okay, we need to uh, we need to reply to that, and uh, we need to erase all of that. Holy shit! Uh, okay. Okay, it's well we just we just get rid of get rid of all that. There we go. Alright. Now we will uh, attach a file. Uh let's see here. Um, <laughs> audio.
Okay, where is that? Okay, and then uh, let's see. What else did he want? Um, shit, he wanted a he wanted an audio file, and then he wanted something else. What the hell else did he want? Uh, oh well, here's the audio. There we go. Right. Here's the audio file. And I have to use the restroom, so. Alrighty. Anyway, send him that audio file. So now he's got an audio file that he can upload. And uh, let's see what else. I forgot what uh, what the other thing was he wanted. Shit. Oh well. I'll get it to him. Whatever it is. Or that and that. Or that. 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 Hmm. Rylan Holder's Turbocharged Pro 275 Chevy Deuce is a work of art, and it is. It's nice. Very nice. I think I'm going to try a little test on something real quick. Okay. There you go. Let me see if this will work. Okay. This would be awesome if it does. Oh, we're having a little bit of an echo there, fella. I shouldn't have. Let me bag it away. How's that? Is that better? That's better. Uh, no, your microphone's picking up my voice. Oh, is that what it is? I don't know. What's the deal with that? Let me uh, turn down my volume a little bit, see if that helps out. All right, 
Okay, that's better. Test one, two, three, test. How's it now? Yeah. Okay. What do you think about my little avatar? Yeah, yeah. I I would rather see you live on camera, though, man. I mean, you did kind of promise. I would like to see you live. I will. I'll probably start putting myself on camera and all that. It's all good. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, boy. I got so many wires all over my bedroom because of this kind of junk. <laughs> uh, gotta yeah, run a little go wireless, man. You gotta go wireless. <laughs> gotta run a studio thing. Yeah. Oh, I tried doing the whole Wi Fi thing. Oh, that's a nightmare. Mm. Yeah, it's best to have it uh, going straight in the afternoon. Let's see if we got any more questions out of here. Nope. No more questions. Nope. Looks like everybody's pretty much dead in a doorknob. So good mm-hmm. time to shut her down, huh? Yeah, Mondays are rough, but uh, TTOR, he sent me, uh, he told me when he's going to be able to start doing things live, so that's one. Yeah, what else did you want besides an audio file? You said two things. You said the audio file, and then you said something else, and I forgot what the hell it was. Okay, TTOR, is that really you? Okay. All right, tell us a little bit about it there. We were getting ready to shut down in about 15 minutes. It's good you came in. Uh, let me uh, let me put you on the main screen. Tell us about what's going to be happening. Hold on a minute. There we go. I got that echo off my screen. <laughs> Hello? Hello. We hear you there, fella. Looking good, by the way. Thank you. Well, I just got back from work, actually, and I have some time before dinner. So I thought, ah, I'll pop in and see what's going on. <laughs> well, tell people a little bit about what's the plan. The plan. The plan. Ah, as far as my involvement with God TV Radio. Well, starting next week, I will host a show here on the channel. Uh, and it'll stream to other places, which will probably include my TTOR channel on Joshua TV. And, yeah, I'm basically going to do something similar to what Brett does, except maybe done a little differently in terms of style. But it will be about as entertaining. Right? You're going to keep these people behaving? Well, much like you, I don't have a tolerance for the kind of shenanigans that people have done on your streams. So, yeah, I'm not going to let that fly either. And I'm contemplating uh, asking one of my content creator friends to be a mod on my stream so that way he can just keep an eye out for that kind of stuff and nothing else and i can focus on just doing the show Mm. but yeah i'll I'll work that out over the next week basically so what uh, what days are looking like they're available well probably monday or wednesday evening the time would be 8 to 10 p.m that way i get home from work and I have time to, you know, relax and get ready for the show. And then I don't want to go longer than two hours because I've tried doing the five-hour streams of you in the past. And, wow, those are exhausting. So oh, I'm going to try to keep things. I'm going to try yeah. to keep things under two hours whenever yes, I we, do my stuff. Now, I, I, now, I was hoping for an eight-hour job, man. That was going to be great, man. <laughs> what, is the, uh, what is the timetable, though, are now – you said that you would need to do things like nine or 10. What time is that during my time? I'm central. Well, I'm two hours behind you. So that would be 10 to 12 your time. 10 to midnight. Eh? Yeah. Oof. That's going to well, be the late show. Yeah. 
I figured it'd be better than trying to do it before I go to work in like the morning when, you know, hardly anyone will be watching. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's what I had to do. Cause I mean, you know, when you, uh, when, you know, if you try to do something, let's say you try to do something at seven or 8 PM, you're not going to get any views because everybody's watching these other clowns. So you're not going to get anybody. That's what I ran into on D live. So I said, well, you know, I'll get up at the ungodly hour of like two or three in the morning. And guess what? I got views. Wow. What a shock, you know, cause there was nobody else there, but me. <laughs> so they had to watch me. They didn't have a choice. And, uh, but that's basically it in a nutshell. I mean, you gotta, you gotta do that in order to get some, uh, get some views. You ain't going to get no views. Yeah. Otherwise. Well, so plus I also, I also have other content I make, so I have to do yeah. it during the morning basically. Right. <laughs> So what do you think about this question? Steve Short seems to be under the idea that only Americans believe in the Bible. Well, people all over the world believe in the Bible. Depends on what that means exactly. Because there are some people who claim they do believe in the Bible, but then they don't actually believe the things that it teaches and records. Well, not so only that, but there's, there's a little bit of nuance to the question. But well, not, not only that, but there's different Bibles, too. Yeah, there are different translations that are based on the different variants of the manuscripts as well as different Mm -hmm. styles. Like some Mm -hmm. are dynamic equivalent, which is meaning for meaning. It's not a direct word for word translation. Those kind of translations are like the ESV Bible or the King James Version, like the one from 1611. Uh, or like the later versions that came in the late 1600s, early 1700s. I forget what those versions are called. But yeah, different Bible versions exist for different reasons. And then, of course, there's the kind that totally pervert the actual manuscripts. So you got to be careful of those. So, but Steve thought- Short, if you don't mind me asking real quick, since you ask us a question, why do you think it is that Christianity is the top religion in the world, the top belief system, more popular than anything? And whenever it comes to the population of atheism, you guys are way at the bottom of the list of people that give a damn. What do you think that is? Uh, go ahead, TTY. Well, I don't know about that, but uh, I know in England they tend to be ahead of America in terms of the secular, unbelieving crowd and their growth. There's more. Uh, America had Christian principles at its foundation in terms of its government, the Constitutional Republic, and a lot of the original state constitutions for the original 13 states wouldn't allow you to even hold public office unless you were a Christian. So that's why I think over time, there generally is more people in America who believe in the biblical worldview maybe than people in England, if we're going to believe what Steve is saying. Over in England, uh, they didn't have the same kind of uh, government as here in the last 200 some years. Tended to have a monarchy, especially back then. And monarchies tend to be very controlling they tend to be very authoritarian especially when the wrong person is the one at the top of it so uh there was always kind of uh and plus back when uh, in the 1700s there was a real problem with the church and the state being fused together basically the king of england was the head of the church so you had all these different uh christians who didn't like that and they wanted to go somewhere else in the world and basically have a better life for themselves out from under the oppression of an oppressive monarchy. 
So I think historically speaking, uh, England's always had a problem with authoritarianism and censorship and wanting to suppress true Bible believers because a lot of the things that happened to people was they weren't even allowed to have the Bible written in their own language so they could understand. The monarchies tried to stop that from happening. Another interesting question, though, I don't know if you've seen my video on this, but uh, apparently uh, countries that are a majority atheist have the, high uh, the highest distribution of child pornography. Do you know that? I did a video on it showing that yeah, off. I, I saw that video, too. Uh, well, when your moral foundation is nothing, when there's no objective moral standard outside of human mind then everything becomes subjective and so if you want to go there you can there's no impediment it doesn't mean that you will because there are some atheists who are disgusted by that and would never do it but the ones that aren't disgusted by that and want to partake in that they have no intellectual obstacle to stop them from doing it they have no moral standard that that is over them that says no 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 you can't do that so that's it's just a logical consequence of their worldview. All right, I need to ask if you can do me a favor. Uh, being that you know now uh, what your schedule is, can you make sure that you uh, actually put the events up so they appear on YouTube, letting right. people know the time and day and all that kind of stuff when you're going to do stuff? Isn't that what you do when there's that thing on your video library that says, you know, live stream, it's going to premiere on this day at this time? Is that the thing you're talking about? Yeah, well, the premiere is for videos that are already made that you've uploaded, and they oh, go. Oh, it's uh, the live stream say scheduled for the day and time, right? right? Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll work on that real soon, probably in the next day or two. Yeah, make you a real handsome thumbnail because it's going to ask you to upload a thumbnail on there. You can put your fingers up. French vanilla situation. Yeah. Oh, uh, also one thing that I've discovered that'll make it easier, so you don't have to deal with trolls. Have people uh, tell people in order for them to get the link, they have to go to your Gab or one of the, your many social media sites in order to get the link to enter. And that'll definitely cut down on your troll problem. They'll have to add you as a friend. They'll have to connect to your accounts in order to do that. Sounds good, right? Right. Yeah. I'll figure out which one I want to use because I'm on a lot of different social media sites. I'll figure out which one's the best to do for that particular idea. All right. Do you know how to put people's uh, chat text up on the screen? Is it is it as simple to do as uh, StreamYard? Well, you can do things like this. You can do chat overlay where people's stuff will show up on the right. Now, I cleared out a bunch of nonsense below. That's why you're not seeing people's stuff. But, uh, watch this. You can do that. But if someone starts... Uh, oops, sorry. There we go. Ta-da. See? Yeah, I see. That's chat overlay. That's over on the right side. You can also uh, add captions where you can uh, promote things like that. Boom, at the bottom. And you can also do this with people's chat. Let me uh, give you an example. Okay. Ta-da. See how that shows up at the bottom? Yeah, yeah. I see that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. In the graphics section, you can put little clips in. If we get people who are... Um, you know, uh, saying, oh, evolution doesn't teach we come from monkeys. You can just go over to the graphics and go, oops. Human beings are still fish. 
See, uh, <laughs> you can be doing that on StreamYard too. I guess you can do the same thing here. Oh, you can do all kinds of great stuff. Oh, you but since your... you, I was oh. going to say, since you brought that up, I might as well drop a little sneak preview. Tomorrow's video that I'm going to be dropping on all my channels is about abiogenesis and evolution and responding to the evolutionists and atheists who had a problem with my apologia video I recently did, who, like apologia, falsely claimed that abiogenesis has nothing to do to, with evolution. And the video I'm going to drop tomorrow is going to prove that with a simple Wikipedia search, you can prove that they are full of it and don't actually know anything about abiogenesis or evolution. Oof, that's going to be intense. Oh, yeah. It's definitely a popcorn video. <laughs> As in looking the popcorn to do, and enjoy. You looking forward to doing some shows and doing some streaming? Oh, yeah. I'm going to try and get some guests on, too, uh, to talk about various topics. I'll try and get some variety in there. <clears throat> I mean, there oh, might wow. be a show or two where it's just me talking with people and you, but... I'm going to try and get some guests on to talk about specific stuff. That will be interesting. I was actually just thinking of one particular fella today named Gary828, who's very good at making videos exposing the cults of personalities around various Christian YouTubers who, well, aren't orthodox to say the least and engage in some very bad behaviors. So I think I might actually have him on as soon as possible on your show, just so we can have like a show talking about, you know, cult of cults of personalities and Christian YouTubers in that. And basically the common signs and the common things you see with all of them. I'm going to work on that one. All it's right. Just, yeah. The trick will be gaining contact with him and uh, seeing if he can do it or wants to. So this week I'm going to be trying for Wednesday and Friday, and you say next week you're going to start getting into it? Yeah, let me look at my calendar right now. So, yeah. Yeah, I could do, uh, I could do Monday evening, actually, April 4th, now that I'm looking at it. That way you can maintain your... Uh, you can maintain your Wednesday Friday schedule. Well, it's fine with me, uh, TTOR. If if you have a day on the same day, I'm more than willing to uh, mm. just say, "Hey, you know, you want to go ahead and run it, or just come in with us, or or do something." Right. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do. Uh, I'll do my first one Monday next week, and then later on uh, tonight or tomorrow or uh, Wednesday, I'll click the event listing on your channel. All right. Just uh, email me and let me know times that you can do things. That way I don't like set something at seven whenever you want to set something at a, right. a later time. I don't want any kind of conflict on there. Looks like we're right. doing pretty good. Got some good ideas. Tomorrow I'm going to be doing a uh, a thing where I'm doing a one-on-one -on -one with someone called uh, the Angry Atheist Woman. So yeah, I saw that. <laughs> That's uh, going to be interesting. See what she's all about. She actually said to she actually is kind of respectful. She said, "Now, brother, you gonna you're not going to get offended if I say mean things about God, are you?" And I'm like, "Oh man, that's a typical atheist thing, though. Daily or on the internet, right?" Yeah. Well, I don't know you tell an atheist that they have a worldview, 
oh man, they can't handle that either. <laughs> so, so I don't know. There, there's things that we can say to atheists that would absolutely trigger them too. So I guess it's kind of, you know, give and take, even Steven, however you want to say it. Why do you think it is that it bothers them to be told they have a worldview? Well, they're told, they've been told by the establishment their entire lives, the evolution and billions of years and Big Bang cosmology and everything associated with those things is scientific fact. And they've basically never been taught to think critically. They've never been taught to realize that they have a worldview that they feel is supported by the evidence better than all others. Basically, they weren't trained to think in terms of philosophy, logic, reason, and all that jazz. So when they're forced to face the fact that they have a view of the world, just like we do, and that we are looking at the same evidences in a lot of cases, and we feel that our evidence better supports our view than theirs, they just can't handle logical, rational discourse and critical thinking. I mean, if you look at like Forbes and other legacy media publications the last two years, they were literally putting out articles saying, don't do your own research into scientific topics. Don't use critical thinking skills. Believe whatever Wikipedia says. I mean, those were real articles that came out in the last couple of years from the legacy media that I made video responses to. But basically, it's the kind of stuff that atheists and evolutionists have been taking to heart for years and basically having it cemented even further by the legacy media telling them to do the same thing. Basically, yeah, I mean, the idea behind not doing your own research and not doing your uh, using critical think reasoning and thinking skills, the idea behind it, according to the establishment, is that all of us dissidents and people with wrong think, we're just too good with words. And if you try to engage us on an intellectual level, you'll just get swayed into believing what we believe because you're no match for our words. So you're better off just not even engaging in our content and just insulting us and just not even really, you know, using your noggin to think through the issue. Oh, good news. I, uh, I don't know if you'd read the email, but I did upgrade this. So you could uh, connect it to anything that you're wanting to uh, connect it to. Sweet. There's not going to be any problem there. Yeah, the only thing I'll probably connect it to that you don't have it to right now is my Joshua TV channel, and that's it. Yeah. Because I do stream exclusively on there when I do my gaming streams or I do any kind of TTOR stream. So I'll just add that, and that's probably all I'll add. Well, we gotta we got to be careful, though, because you you're going to have to let me know which ones you connected to. Because if I go live and it's connected to your stuff, then that means that I will broadcast over to your thing. Let me know if you want me to turn or switch certain things off before I go live. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, you know, you're also free too to, you know, like I can broadcast a my channel, Joshua TV channel when I'm hosting the show, but you could also just switch uh, the stream key and URL so that it streams to your Joshua TV channel instead of mine. Hmm. Since you have this restream technology, you might as well use it. Sounds like a plan. Sounds like Who a plan. knows? You may even get some viewers there if I direct people there. <laughs> sweet, sweet. Yeah. Rock and roll on that for sure. Well, you got anything else? I was just about to end up the stream. I am looking forward to you rocking and rolling. <laughs> well, I just heard the dinner bell go off, and I don't really have anything else to add off the top of the head. All so, right. Just got the video tomorrow coming out. 
That is awesome, man. And make sure if you want to, you can add some more clips to this thing that you find are interesting. Mm-hmm. Like the, you know, I mean, you pretty much know the program and system of the way atheists think. So you can just throw a clip up if they say, oh, that's not true about science. Wait a minute. Three second click. Bam. And you can show them right there in the stream. Blow their mind. Yep. All right. Okay. I'm going to play the outro. Right. We hope that you've been enjoying God TV Radio hosted by Brett Keen. When you get an opportunity, check out our public radio station. Check out our books, music, and art. You can also buy t-shirts if you would like to support us. If you don't want a t-shirt, you don't want books, you don't want music, well, you could always do a one-time donation through PayPal. Any support is appreciated. God bless.